This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Tamarindo Podcast. Hosted by me, Brenda Gonzalez, a political nerd and nonprofit capacity builder. And me, Ana Sheila Victorino, a queer well-being enthusiast and mindset coach. We are a Latinx empowerment podcast discussing politics, culture, and how to keep your calma with well-being practices and self-love. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's up, y'all? We're back. Hey, 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 Tamarindo Podcast listeners. Ana Sheila, ¿qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? Girl, I've been really sad the last two days because I haven't been able to have coffee, tea, or my protein smoothies. And I just realized like what an important part of my life they are. Like I've been sulking around, not being able to do my usual morning routine con mi cafecito, con mi té. I don't know. Do you have something that like if you just had you didn't have for a few days where you would just be like heartbroken? Because it probably it felt like exercise, I- <laughs> probably exercise. But tell us why. Why are you deprived of these things? Because I whitened um, my teeth a few days ago. And apparently you just you can't use any you can't have any things that have como, like co- like dark color or it can. Actually no red stain. wine for Anna Shayla. <laughs> See red wine. But that's not even the, the, the for me, the not having coffee. OK, coffee. And then it's like I can't even freaking have tea. I've, I've been so. And you know what else? And the last thing is I couldn't have salsa. I couldn't put Ooh, salsa on my eggs or anything, that's girl. Tough. <laughs> I feel and for you. I, so I've just been feeling like like things are very restrictive and they're about to get even more restrictive for me because um, the, my big update is I just started the egg freezing process, which um, I'll share more about in an up- upcoming episode. But I won't be able to work out for like almost a month. And I'm oh. also really heartbroken about, about that. <laughs> well, it's a good preview of what motherhood is, right? Sacrificing all the things that you love. <laughs> And maybe a good opportunity to tell listeners if, if you all have questions. And we, we always accept questions from listeners, and we do plan to talk about this and a lot of different things. So we, I invite folks to maybe even share questions that they might have about this process as Anna Shayla is generous enough to open up this journey for her to all of us. So we're looking forward yes. to that, Anna Shayla. Please let us know questions, and we will um, make sure to post in our stories to get some of those. But yeah, I feel like I'm kind of preparing myself for the calm. It kind of feels like the calm before the storm because I'm not feeling I think a lot of the symptoms you're supposed to feel later down the line so I'm just trying to keep myself grounded and all that so that's that's what I've been thinking about and 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 focusing on well I'm very excited to just continue to bring these great conversations for our listeners we are definitely on a roll we got a lot going on super exciting things and maybe I'll pass it back to you Ana Sheila to tell folks something that we have coming on Yeah. So before we get into our interview for today's episode, we want to remind you that registration is now open for our first in-person event of the year. It's happening February 23rd at 6.30 p.m. at the Pop Hop 
in Highland Park, which is an independent bookstore, right in time for my move back to L.A. So this event, it's going to be an evening of conversation, connection and personal empowerment. If you come through, what you can expect is to uncover limitations and stories that are getting in your way, learn tools to start to break past these limitations and stories. And lastly, identify and set some powerful intentions for the rest of the year because we're all about intentions and we're all about doing it in February so y'all don't stress out in January. <laughs> Absolutely. It is, it's it's going to be like a homecoming, a homecoming for Ana Sheila. So if you all want to see us in person, make sure you reserve your seat for Self-Love Con Corazón with Ana Sheila and Brenda. You can register for the event at tamarindopodcast.com forward slash events. We will have the link as well in the description of this episode. And registration is pay what you can. That means if you want to donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, any amount is going to be really helpful. It's going to help us pay for some of the expenses that go into producing this event. But no one will be um, not allowed to come in. So please email us if, if contrib contributing any amount is a barrier to you. You can contact us at contact at tamarindopodcast.com. We want you to come. So once again, this is February 23rd, starting at 6.30 p.m. in Highland Park. We are super excited to have that. So now we're going to jump into what we've got today. So today we are talking to Alana Casanova Burgess, co-creator, host, and producer of La Brega, the award-winning podcast about Puerto Rico. She's here to tell us all about season two of La Brega, the Puerto Rican experience in eight songs. This season takes listeners on an exciting, richly reported cross-genre adventure that captures the ceaseless creativity, emotional resonance, and yes, La Brega, that are hallmark of Puerto Rican music across eras and formats. Let's hear the trailer. When it comes to music, you can hear Puerto Rico all over the world. Tucked into our lyrics are stories about who we are. Un Puerto Rico de ensueño. And what we want. When you live on the margins, you have to know a lot of other things to survive. About Puerto Ricanness and what that means. He had this persona of being a malo, right? Tarea bien cute, bien cute, bien cute. You gotta speak all the languages. So this season, we're listening closely to our iconic songs. Songs about home and leaving. Songs about freedom and our bodies. About losing what should be ours and fighting for it. La lucha sigue, pero no es una lucha triste. It's the class. Gets all the tias moving. They just strike a chord in your heart and they make you want to just book the next flight home. La Brega, the Puerto Rican experience in eight songs. Estás escuchando La Brega. La Brega. La Brega. La Brega. La Brega. Out now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Bien sazonado, La Brega. Fantastic. Can't wait to dive into season two, which is out now, y'all. You could listen to it right this minute. Now let's hear from Alana. Well, first, I want to welcome you, Alana, to Tamarindo. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Nice to speak with you. Before we dive in, I'd love our listeners to know what does it mean to you personally to use the medium of podcasting to tell the story of Puerto Rico and the Puerto Rican diaspora? Well, I think that there's something so intimate about podcasting. And, you know, that's been said many times before. But when I think about the reaction to the first season of the show, how people felt hearing Puerto Rican accents in particular, um, and all different kinds of Puerto Rican accents too, right? Because you have, you know, we had voices from Vieques, we had voices from the Bronx, we, you know, we, we really had such a spectrum of representation. It really meant a lot to people. And hearing that feedback in turn obviously meant a lot to me. You know, we think about the show as like a love letter to Puerto Rico and, and to Puerto Ricans. 
And yeah, it's just, there's something about hearing our accent, you know, it's become very cool in the last few years. I think Bad Bunny has a lot to do with that, but you know, the way we speak, the way we relate to each other, that really comes through in this medium in particular, um, you know, in a way that, I, you know, we couldn't really capture if we did this as a magazine series, for example. Um, so I just love, I love hearing us. Yeah, I absolutely loved La Brega season one. To me, it was captivating. It, it was the power of storytelling, but also like you were just describing, it just touches you emotionally to hear the different voices and the different stories. I really specifically like how the show provided depth and context to difficult issues like housing and access to healthcare. How will season two advance on that? Yeah, well, we we really loved making the first season and getting into, as you said, all these like very serious topics. But there's also so much to celebrate about the Puerto Rican experience. And, you know, you just asked about podcasting as, as a format in particular. And, you know, we have all this original music in the first season by this band Balloon. And that is such an important part of of what it means to be Puerto Rican, right, is to also like celebrate our excellence. And, you know, we have this line in the first episode of this season that Puerto Rico really punches above its weight when it comes to music, like such an influential place, such an influential people. And I, I say that as someone who does not play a musical instrument, but I recognize, um, you know, even like growing up in New York, the way my mother would relate to me, uh, what it meant, you know, to her to be Puerto Rican was to always celebrate that, right? You hear a song, it's like, that's Hector Lavo, you know, he was Puerto Rican, you know, like, um, and so there's, there's a way in which in this season, we're really trying to also, we're talking about difficult issues, um, but we're doing it through music as a way to, I don't want to say lighten the mood, but to really also keep an eye on the joy of our experience. And, and again, like I keep using the word celebrate, but I really can't think of a better one, right? Just celebrate the excellence of how our music has traveled around the world and is so, so influential. And, and in that, we also connect to other parts of Latin America. We connect to the United States and other Latinos here. And so we really want to put ourselves in conversation, in, in dialogue with these other parts of the world. And what better way to do that than through music that literally takes us to other countries? So that was sort of the thinking behind that. And, you know, our team this, this time around includes people of Mexican backgrounds, of uh, Dominican background as well. You know, we're really thinking about how Puerto Rico relates to these other spaces. You know, we were also this hinge point in the Caribbean between the U.S. and Latin America. And so we can think about that in this context as well. I love the band Balloon. So <laughs> I was very excited to see that they're they're part of this project. And I think I want to back up a little bit because if some of the listeners here uh, are not familiar with La Brega, which they all should absolutely catch up on season one as they tune into season two, please remind us, what does La Brega mean? Yes. So uh, La Brega is a word that some other countries use as well, but I think like nobody really uses it as much as Boricuas do. You know, you might ask someone like, oh, como estas, right? How are you doing? And someone would respond like, oh, tu sabes, estoy aquí en la brega, estoy bregando, which means like, I'm, I'm hustling, I'm struggling, I'm like trying to make it work. Um, you know, I've got some kind of obstacle um, in my path, but I'm going to, you know, just do what I need to do to hustle through. And it's sort of also like an improvised solution to a thing, like, you know, we mean it in all these different ways, too, because you can also say like, ah, like, does this work for you? Si, eso brega. Like, yeah, that works for me. Um, so, so yeah, we're just using it constantly, really. 
Um, but in the first episode of the first season, we talk about this particular brega, right? And I can kind of kind of explain it through this this comparison, I think, which is that there are so many potholes in Puerto Rico, right? I think a lot of people who have a familiarity with Latin American countries know that potholes are a big deal, right? So like it's sort of a symbol of failed infrastructure, right? Sort of this very tangible way that you can feel that the government doesn't show up for you. And there's there are a lot of ways that people, you know, have bregas with potholes in Puerto Rico. And one is uh, to like draw sort of graffiti or, or, or paint a circle, a white circle around a pothole so that when you're driving down a highway down the street, you see it, right? You, as a driver, it's like another driver has warned you, hey, watch out, here's a pothole. So the problem doesn't get fixed, but you kind of get this like workaround so that you can avoid the pothole so that you can see it. And actually, when the show came out, we got messages from people, listeners in India, messages from people in Kenya, right? Both, you know, post-colonial countries who had their own words for their own bregas, ways that they like scotch tape together, duct tape together, some kind of solution to a, you know, to a problem that they have, like in their society, right? As I said, the way the government like doesn't show up for you, it doesn't fix the problem, but it allows you to like survive it, you know? And so that resonates with people in all kinds of different contexts. You know, when we when we start to analyze why is it that we use the word brega so often in Puerto Rico, we can think about like, why is it that we are a people who are like struggling and hustling and like scotch taping these solutions together so often? And so there's a way also, right? It's like double-sided. We want to celebrate this way of being so creative and, and you know, persevering. But we also want to recognize, like, why is it that we have to do this so often? Like, why is there so much struggle to overcome? And there's this other word that people use in relationship with, you know, Puerto Rico a lot, which is resilience, right? The Puerto Rican people are so resilient, especially after Maria, we were so resilient, and that word is so exhausting because what does resilience really mean? It means that you are suffering and trying to survive. And that's not something to celebrate, right? That's not something to hold up as like a value that <laughs> we're like really good at suffering. Yeah, I think there's I think a lot of us are thinking about how do we go beyond resilience? It's about thriving. We want our communities to thrive. And I and I really think La Brega is an excellent vehicle to discuss these issues and to use something like music to call people in. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the second season. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Do you want to hang out with us in person? You're invited to Self Love Con Corazon, an evening of a conversation, workshop, and connecting. Uncover the limitations or stories that may be getting in the way of fulfilling self love. Learn tools to start to break past these limitations and stories 
and identify and set powerful intentions for the rest of the year. This is happening on Thursday, February 23rd, starting at 6.30 p.m. Give yourself plenty of time to find parking. The program will officially start around 7. This will be at the Pop Hop, an independent bookshop and creative learning space that amplifies marginalized voices in Highland Park. Plus, our good friends at Good Juju Coffee, a family-owned coffee maker, will have giveaways and cafe de olla. Support them at goodjujucoffee.com. Self-Love Con Corazón is a donation-based event, and you can reserve your seat today at tamarindopodcast.com forward slash events. And once again, this is on Thursday, February 23rd at the Pop Hub in Highland Park. How did the phenomenon that is Bad Bunny, did it give any inspiration to the idea of using music this time around? You know, I think we were actually already considering it. Um, I want to, you know, the answer should be yes. Oh my God, this is like a Bad Bunny stan account, but (laughs) um, it is. But really, you know, I remember there was a moment in the first season, we have an episode about housing and this... um, and this episode that I reported about Levittown, which is a suburb that was based on the famous American suburb in Long Island, right? And so we talk about what that tells us about how Puerto Rico was made in the U.S. image, right? Um, and there is a song, Ahora Seremos Felices, which was written by Rafael Hernandez. And it's actually like all about housing. <laughs> if you listen to it, it was written, gosh, I don't know exactly when it was written, but it, it was this reflection of this dream for a house, right? This Puerto Rican dream. It's like, you know, the lyrics are like, I will, I will build you a house. It's a man singing to a woman, right? And and it's a love song, but it's about housing. Like, I will build you a house and we will be happy there and we will plant flowers. And there was a moment where I was like really trying to write that song into the episode and just be like, hey, I'm going to tell you the story and I'm going to tell you this story through the song. And People on the team were like, girl, this is a stretch. Like this episode is already super long. It's really interesting. You don't need the song to hang it on. I was like, you guys are totally, totally right. But it sort of got me thinking and got the team thinking about like, yeah, all these issues that are really important to us in our history also kind of pop up in our lyrics. Um, And so that same person, Rafael Hernandez, that songwriter, who, you know, some of our listeners might know wrote Lamento Borincano, which is another really famous song, also wrote Preciosa. People might be familiar with the Mark Anthony cover. Um, such a talented songwriter, like really, really always represented Puerto Rico, right? Lamento Borincano is a song that talks about jibaritos, <laughs> like, like a, another super Puerto Rican word. And so in the first episode, we actually put Rafael Hernandez on a continuum and talk about like, here's one guy like really always always was repping Puerto Rico was always super proud of where he came from kind of like Bad Bunny you know like a hundred years later and there are some people who are going to roll their eyes at that comparison right like but Bad Bunny is singing about oral sex all the time and like (laughs) it's all about perreo (laughs) um, (laughs) yes but you know we can see that there's a pride in both of these artists um, and sort of an uncompromising pride, right? Like Bad Bunny, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Bad Bunny? You think about Puerto Rico. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, this is really exciting. I, I can't wait to dive into season two. Uh, what can listeners expect and what do you hope they walk away with? Well, we wanted to give people a real range of songs and artists. So there are some that you might expect and some that you might not. I learned something from every single episode. Um, and, you know, for example, we have an episode about Suavemente, right, which is a merengue which is a Dominican rhythm, you know, something that we associate with the Dominican Republic. So how is it that Elvis Crepo, a Puerto Rican man, you know, wrote and performed this mega hits that like you can't go to a wedding still. Um, you can't go to any Latino right. event. I mean, it's, it's mandatory. mandatory. It's the law, you know, it's just the law. You have to sing it um, and dance it. And also, right, it's, there's a there's a Bad Bunny connection there, too, because it, it came back with the Neverita music video that like frame for frame reached that, yes. that music video. So like it's all connected. Right. But like the story there is unexpected. It's how how does this Dominican style of music get to Puerto Rico and and land with Suavemente? And um and so that, you know, that episode looks at the Dominican diaspora in Puerto Rico and and what that experience is like. So that's sort of an unexpected song, right? Iconically Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican experience in in eight songs, but we're giving you something that maybe you haven't thought of before. Um, you know, we also look at freestyle as a genre of music, um, you know, as as a genre of music that really like came to be in the Bronx from from New York and women in particular who was singing a lot about their sexual agency. Right. I wonder if I take you home um, and and. We we learned that actually there are a lot of people who like lose their lost their virginity to that song and because <laughs> I need you right, tonight because I need you tonight <laughs> you know Love and it. and yeah and it, can you imagine like how freeing it is to think about like yeah like I need like I'm a woman and I also like I'm horny right like that's that's the that's the vibe of the song and I personally like I didn't know that that was actually like a Puerto Rican song, right? Lisa, Lisa, Puerto Rican woman. No. Very cool. Um, I love it. I can already imagine myself dancing with my headphones on as I'm learning. So thank you so, so much for joining us and letting us know about La Brega season two and make sure y'all, if you're listening now, please, please catch up with season one and start listening to season two. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that conversation. And again, you can listen to La Brega Season 2 right away as soon as you're done listening to Tamarindo. So, Ana Sheila, time for our closeout questions. What gets your matraca this week? All right. So, you know, I'm, I'm a viejita now, so maybe I, 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 I maybe have given this a matraca before, but I'm doubling down. I'm, I'm loving getting to use more Spanish and Spanglish in more places with more people. It just, it's, it feels like a fuller version of me. And I just love that I have so many friends that I could fully like, you know, bounce around different words and sentences and just what, however, whatever my language comes out like is how I'm speaking. And I'm just like, if I know you speak Spanish, I know you understand me. So I'm going to speak how I want to speak. And um, what's also cool is that we get to um, the, the our, our network. Um, there's a lot of folks on the team that speak Spanish. I get to speak Spanish because um, 10 years, I had been wanting to, to move to Mexico for, for years. And I had wanted to work here and, and it didn't work out the first time around. And now it did. And, and, you know, we have this remote, I have remote work, but 
with this team, I get to practice my Spanish. So it kind of feels like I'm working in Spanish too. So I, I just feel really grateful for that. So matraca to just getting to speak what you want to speak, who you want to speak it with. Absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, what about your basura? Well, girl, I mean, I just want to acknowledge that we've had some more mass shootings right around the Lunar New Year. And I'm just we're all we're all tired. We're all tired that this is we're just accepting the U.S. as 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 a, as a mass shooting country. And I, it, it's it's tough coming back to the U.S. like just uh, and, and still seeing no inaction. And I'm just my my heart goes out to all, especially our, our API community, um, because both of the mass shootings were, were um, centered in, in communities that, that were uh, mostly API. And, and so, yeah, I mean, me duele and, and we're tired of, I'm tired of putting it in la basura. I'm tired of this happening. It's just, I just wanted to acknowledge it for a second. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we're recording this episode on January 25th. By the time you listen to it, chances are there could be other mass shootings. This is becoming a there's been more mass shootings in the year 2023 than there has been days. And it's it is absolutely terrible. You all might know that part of the work that I do is in communications. You have no idea how many times I've had to basically it's a copy and paste. Now we are saddened right. about this shooting in blank now targeting blank. When are we going to do something? It is just exhausting. So absolutely. That goes in la basura. So uh, how do you counter all that with a, with a calma, Ana Sheila? <laughs> so my recent calma has been letting myself be loose, loose with it. And what I just mean with it is like just letting whatever Ana Sheila is that day be without less judgment. So recently I've been had a it's been I've been doing a lot of things out here. And so I've been a little bit messier than than I try to be. And normally I would have a lot of judgment around myself for that but I'm just letting myself like you know what it's a messy day and I'm just gonna embrace the messiness and like you know what it doesn't feel that bad to be messy today and like I don't have to put that judgment on myself that because I'm messy like I'm bad or like whatever you know so it's just been fun to just be okay today I'm messy and I'm embracing that and I don't need to hate myself for it another example is the other day I needed to burp and normally I would have been like you know I was by myself but I was like you know what I'm gonna do a loud burp and I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of that burp and just be freaking loose with it so that's I've just been enjoying like just you know what less judgment just be who you are right then and just be free and loud and messy with it <laughs> excellent Good thing this is a virtual space right now, so I don't have to hear you fart or burp, but I'm glad that you're letting loose with it. <laughs> I didn't say I don't fart that much. I didn't say fart. I said burp. But you know what? You know what? Just for that, I'm going to let out a big ass fart after this episode. Excellent. She said after. So <laughs> and, yay. Anyways. <laughs> um, okay. So how about, I you, can share how about you, Brenda? All right. What's so your... um, my matraca, y'all, I'm so happy about this. This is sort of, if you're a longtime listener, this is sort of a a closing the loop, if you will. Many, many episodes ago, I threw in La Basura markets that do not, that, that don't have baskets. They basically make you navigate with the shopping cart. The biggest culprit of this is Super Kings Market, which I absolutely love because their veggies and greens and veg and fruit are like way, way cheaper than everywhere else. But you have to freaking wrestle all these señoras with the freaking cart. Well, I went and I bought myself a collapsible portable grocery basket and I feel I feel amazing I feel decadent I feel super intelligent just brilliant as I walk around that grocery store navigating with no problem because I got my own little basket so my matraca goes to my collapsible grocery basket that is too too funny <laughs> I love it <laughs> 
It's the best. Um, you, it feels amazing. It's so wonderful. Although I, 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 yeah, I, I, I do like that though. I hate like when there. I hate when there's no baskets. Just period. Yeah, just like carts. girl, I need a basket. And the neatest thing about it is that if you forget your grocery bag, I mean, the basket is yours. So you just walk out with your basket. It's so great. It's yeah. so great. Everybody, get yourself a collapsible basket. All right. That. So let me tell you my basura. My my basura goes to. Maybe it's age. I don't know what it is, but I've been hanging out a lot in Atwater Village. It's not very far from me. It's adorable. There's lots of places that I love to shop and dine in. And what you have to do there is you have to pay metered parking. Well, it's been happening more than once that I cannot see the little screen. It's it's the kind of metered parking where you need to put the little card in. Well, I can't tell where what stage we are in this and i'm like paranoid do i need to move my car is this thing going to go through so my basura goes to metered parking machines that i cannot see <laughs> yeah i i feel that and and also i just need to call out your matraca and basura are very are very senora things right, right i am a senora and you know i'm 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 loose with it like you say it's fantastic i don't care these are the things that bring me joy y'all i love it i love it and and i love the enthusiasm behind these the, so unless it's a little things it's a little things i love it yes um, and, and what about your 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 calma what's, well what's my calma, calma is i just want speaking of atwater village i just got to give another calma to the heartbeat house it is such a beautiful space that i am overjoyed that I get to teach workout class in. It's this, it's pink. It's got these beautiful cactuses that are thriving. I don't know how, because they're inside. It's got this beautiful heart when you walk into the, the Heartbeat House. It is owned by a woman of color that was adopted. I mean, it's just such a beautiful space. And I want to invite all of you to come and experience this space. You can go to heartbeathouse.net. You can sign up for my class, but you can also sign up for any of the other classes. But I just want to invite you all to join me in person there if you're local to Los Angeles, but also virtually. You can take my class from wherever you are. So that is what's giving me calma. Awesome. And then, Brenda, can you remind us when, when are your classes? They are Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. But the cool thing is that it's also on demand. So you could sign up and, you know, you don't maybe you're not in that time zone. Maybe you don't want to get up that early. You could watch it later. Basically, you can catch the replay. And that's the beauty of the Heartbeat House. And not only my class, but there's amazing classes. I can't wait for you to be back. And I say they will have to try one of their they have like African dance. They have Zumba. They have all, move your body. It's very much embodying hey. the spirit of Tamarindo in like the no judgment, no competition. Y'all would love it. You'll love it. And we, we hope that y'all come check it out. Yes. And with that, we've had an episode. We hope you check out La Brega. We hope you share this episode with a friend. We absolutely love hearing from you. We hope to see you at our event February 23rd. All that information is on our website, Podcast forward slash events. You could always contact us at contact at tamarindopodcast.com. Yes, yes, yes. Porfis, porfis, show us the love in all the ways that you can. We appreciate y'all. Okay, y'all. Ponte un suéter. Abrazos, besos. Ciao. Tamarindo Podcast with Brenda Gonzalez and Ana Sheila Victorino. Our producers are Mitzi Hernandez and Augusto Martinez of Sonoro Media. Our theme song is by Jeff Ricards. If you want to support our work, please rate and review Tamarindo Podcast on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend. Get in touch with us at tamarindopodcast.com.
cuando mi arrendador dijo que el alquiler podría ser más barato si fuéramos amigos con beneficios. Había oído hablar de acoso sexual en el lugar de trabajo, pero en mi casa eso es discriminación en la vivienda basada en el sexo. La gente de bienes raíces dijo que estaríamos más cómodos viviendo en un vecindario diferente con gente como nosotros. Por suerte conocíamos nuestros derechos. Es ilegal asustar a los posibles propietarios para que se alejen de ciertos vecindarios en función de raza o nacionalidad. Si usted cree que sufrió discriminación o tiene preguntas sobre sus derechos, comuníquese con Fair Housing Foundation, Fundación de Vivienda Justa, al 800-446-3247 o también en línea en fhfca.org. La vivienda justa es su derecho. Este es un anuncio de servicio público de Fair Housing Foundation y respaldado por el Departamento de Vivienda y Desarrollo Urbano HUD bajo la subvención de FIPPI, FPEI, 220099.